This is Zach. And Will. From Title Chasers. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm here with Zach. What's going on, Zach? Not much, bro. Not a whole lot. So uh, we have a lot of juicy stuff to talk about today. First, I figured we'd start with the NBA. So uh, I guess we'll start with Celtics and Bucks. It's beginning to be an interesting series so far. Uh, series is currently tied one on one. Celtics took one on the road. Uh, it felt like game one was like just the Celtics smacking around the Bucks. Even though Jason Tatum didn't really have a really productive game in terms of numbers, you know. Uh, and then game two was just the exact same thing as game one, but in reverse. You know, the Bucks yeah. came back, went off. Kyrie was kind of slumping, you know, so. Yeah, I think that, I mean, game two, the Bucks had 23 pointers, which is a franchise record. So I don't think that's going to happen again in game three. Plus, we're at home for the next two games. So if we can take two of the home games, we got the series in the bag. But... The Bucks. I mean, I th- I've mentioned it before. Outside of Giannis, their second best player is Chris Middleton. Name the S- Celtics' second best player. They got Al Horford, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum. Mm. So we got plenty of other second players. I mean, so I think we do win the series. It yeah. was an interesting uh, game too. I didn't, I wasn't expecting the Bucks to go down too well because I think that they're a good team all in all. They're well coached. Yeah. But ultimately, I think the Celtics will prevail. Yeah, uh, in the series. So moving on to the uh, Warriors. Uh, the Warriors uh, are leading the series 2-0. They took the first two games, which were at home for them. Honestly, I was expecting Houston to do a little better. Granted, game two was uh, kind of close. Uh, I feel like the Rockets were struggling on defense, you know. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of known for being an offensive powerhouse for the most part, you know. James Harden, I felt like, had some good moves. But, you know, at the end of the day, the Warriors, they all just click, you know. At the end of the day, they just proved to be the better team. Uh, I yeah. know one thing with that series was a lot of people were going after the officiating. Yeah, which I can agree to, to some extent. I mean, game game one especially, there were some really, really bad calls. Uh, and I think, honestly, some of those calls probably cost the Rockets the game. Yeah. My problem with the Rockets is that they're complaining too much about the calls and not just playing the game. Like, I get that their calls suck, but it's the NBA playoffs. And in any, in any playoffs, there's going to be less calls because they want people to play the game, you know? Yeah. So I do think that if they need to take at least – one of the games at the Warriors. So that'll be tough because the Warriors are phenomenal at home. And that's what I fear. I fear that it might be a sweep. I don't think it will be because the Rockets are too good to not take at least a game. Mm. But it looks like the refs are in their head right now. Yeah, yeah. And then moving on with the Trailblazers and Nuggets. Uh, the Trailblazers won, thankfully, last night. I really hope the Nuggets lose. I'm rooting against yeah. them so hard. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, just think about matchup-wise and storylines. Who would you rather see, Steph Curry and Damian Lillard or Steph Curry and Nikola Djokovic? Yeah. Like, it's it's all about the, the A-list celebrities, and then there's the B-list celebrity, you know? All the tiers, you know? Top tier, you got LeBron, KD, 
Anthony Davis, Giannis, Steph. And then, you know, down at like the third or fourth tier, you have Nikola Djokovic, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like if they if they were competing with, you know, it would be like if Jennifer Aniston had a movie with Matthew Perry, mm. you know? It's just like she's the A-list, Matthew Perry's down at the B-list, B-minus list, you know? Like people aren't going to go to the movies to see Matthew Perry, except yeah. for maybe the front stands. But other than that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's gonna it's an interesting series so far. Uh I honestly want to see the Trailblazers win. Uh Damian Lillard is like, you know, he's just one of those phenomenal players, especially after that last game, you know, everybody's looking at him now. He yeah. turned a lot of heads in his direction with that one final play, you know, and a lot of people have been saying different things about that shot, you know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people think it's just pure luck, you know. No. Uh, a lot of people have been saying it was a bad shot, which doesn't make sense to me That was at all. Paul George. Paul yeah. George, he's the same guy that lost, so, you know, I'm not going to listen to him at all. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's another interesting series. Uh, I want to see the Trailblazers advance, you know. I don't think they'll make it to the NBA Finals this year, especially since they have to compete with the Western Conference to get there. they got to face off against either the Warriors or the Rockets, and both teams are significantly better. Yeah, so, honestly, I don't expect them to make it. Uh, If they they make it past this round, I don't expect them to – have luck in the Western Finals, but I think they could probably take a game. But other than that, like they can't, they they can't go to Game Seven against any of those, yeah, <laughs> against the Rockets or the Warriors, yeah. And then the next series is the Raptors and Sixers, and this has been a very interesting series. I I watched Game One, I couldn't get to, I couldn't get to watch Game Two, but uh, I think the Raptors have the advantage all in all. Mm. They played they absolutely embarrassed the Sixers in Game One. And then the Sixers won, but they were very sloppy in game two. I don't think the Sixers are going to win the series. Yeah, yeah. The Sixers, they have a, it's weird because they have a lot of talent, but they have significant chemistry problems. Yeah, and they just, I feel like they're not well coached. I don't yeah. think Brett Brown's a very good coach. Yeah, and I know they have, you know, some big free agents uh, up for grabs this year from their team. Yeah. I don't expect them staying. Like, I think Jimmy Butler is going to leave. Uh, one of the New York teams, either the Knicks or the Nets. Um, That'd be interesting. Most likely the Knicks, I think, at this point, especially if they end up getting Zion. Yeah. But, yeah. And then Tobias Harris, who knows where he'll go. Yeah. I have no idea. He's someone that... He could honestly go anywhere, and it wouldn't surprise me, you know, unless... It's it really some... just where the dominoes fall in free agency. After all the yeah. big players sign, he's kind of like, you know... Yeah. It's a lot easier to see where everybody will go to after the draft. Because you and I can speculate on what's going to happen in the draft, but at the end of the day, it's just really educated guesses. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Zion could end up with, you know, not the The Knicks. The Bulls. The Bulls. Could you imagine him going to Chicago? That would be kind of cool. (laughs) It would be interesting. Maybe like a second Michael Jordan, but like, you know. That's some claim right there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think to that extent, of course, but I think you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But, I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I think eventually the Raptors will win that series. Yeah, I um, agree. I don't know. Maybe it'll be more of a contest than we all thought it was going to be. I think the Raptors were given pretty much the title before the series started, you know. Yeah, I and, just think the six the Sixers have been really sloppy. Yeah. So, I watched the games and, like, if they a can learn, of, to... a lot of turnovers. They can't shoot threes. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, and then they do have a lot of talent, but, like, obviously there's some egos that need to be set aside. Jimmy Butler has a massive ego. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so. even Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's the fun-loving guy, but Ben Simmons has an ego. I mean, he's dating a Jenner. How do yeah. you not have an ego if you're dating a Jenner? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, so if they can learn to click, then, you know, at least until the end of the playoffs, then I think they can make it past the Raptors. I don't know about Bucks and Celtics, though. I don't think they can make it past either of those teams. Maybe the Bucks, but... Talking about the Raptors? No, the uh, 76ers if they advance. Oh, no, I don't think they could beat either of those teams. I think the Celtics are ultimately going to win the series because I think, A, they're the better team, and, B, they've been playing better in the series than the Bucks have. Yeah. The Bucks show that Giannis is their main star. The Celtics have shown that they're dynamic and that they have many different people that can score 20 points any given night. Oh, yeah. The Bucks really have to rely on Giannis. If Giannis has a bad game or he's just well defended by our defenders, then he's not going to he's not going to ball out. Yeah. Chris Middleton went off last game, but I don't expect that to be the trend of the series. Yeah, yeah. And like, even last like even yes the last game, um, you know, Kyrie was struggling. We weren't hitting our shots like that's not going to continue in game 3. Some nights you just have bad Especially since game 3 is going to be in Boston. And with game the home four. crowd. I think we're going to go up 3-1. That's my prediction. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if they take a game, but ultimately I think the Celtics are going to win. Like I said, it's going to go I think it's going to go 6 games and I think that prediction is going just as I planned. Yeah, yeah. Unlike my NHL predictions. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I know I I can only compare it to Stephen A Smith's NBA finals predictions. They went 0 for 9. The only the last prediction he got he got right in 2017 and 2018, but he went 0 for 0 for 9. It started in 2010 and he was wrong for the next 8 finals. That's how I feel right now cuz like I picked the Hurricanes to get swept, and guess who might get swept? The Islanders. <laughs> the Blues and Star Series is 2-2. That can go either way. And then the Bruins are down 2-1 in the series. The, Bl- the Blue Jackets are a lot better than I was expecting. Yeah. And then I don't remember who I picked. I think I picked the Avalanche to win, and now the Sharks are up 2-1. Like, I'm a mess. I really am. Yeah. <laughs> I should just stop making predictions all, all, all together. Yeah, since the since the Stanley Cup playoffs started, I've actually been watching a lot more hockey, primarily with the Bruins. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it, it's... I, I, I did watch the Hurricane Hurricanes game, and yeah, I I messed up. Yeah, the Bruins and the uh, Blue Jackets, though, one team isn't really playing that much better than the other. They're both scoring about the same. Like the last game, the Blue Jackets won was in double overtime. Yeah, it's been a really good matchup. So, it's just been very closely contested. I think they still have a lot of energy after sweeping the Lightning. Yeah, they have so, a lot of balls. They yeah. have a lot of balls right now. So, honestly, that's going to be a really interesting series. I think that's the most interesting series out of all of it, no matter who wins, you know? Yeah, uh, I can agree with that. Yeah, so... Um, I don't know. I, I'm not even going to try to make NHL predictions because I'm still trying to learn the league. It's been years since I followed hockey, so it's like, oh, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been following it a little closer this year. I definitely want to get back into it next year because it's really inter- It's a really fun sport to watch, honestly. Yeah, yeah. A lot of interesting stuff. So the NFL draft was last Thursday. We recorded it that day before, uh, before the show and... 
a lot of interesting things occurred. A lot of interesting things occurred. <laughs> Such as Daniel Jones going six, which I don't think anybody expected. Uh. And obviously the New York fans were outraged, as I would be too. Uh, so they passed on Dwayne Haskins. They mm. passed on Drew Locke. They passed on... Uh, John, what is his name? Josh Allen. Josh Allen went to the Jaguars. Mm. They they whiffed on literally. There were so many other better players. They passed on Josh Allen. They passed on Devin Bush. And then I do like their 17 pick. I do like Dexter Lawrence. But they made terrible decisions. Terrible decisions. Oh yeah, that was a reach. I mean, uh, uh, I don't. I, I can't think of too many people that are happy with this. Um, Just think, okay, this guy completed 54% of his passes in college. Yeah. And he was in a weak conference. He went to Duke. Who the hell goes to... Who goes to Duke for football? Nobody. You go to Duke if you're a bum, and that's what he is. I can't wait. I can't wait to see in three years from now where it is. Because for all I know, I could be very wrong. I don't think I will be. Because yeah. this man went to Duke and completed 54% of his passes. Why didn't you pick Dwayne Haskins? Now Dwayne Haskins falls into the Redskins' lap. And that's good for the Redskins. I like Dwayne Haskins. Mm. And I think the Redskins have a good defense. They have decent weapons. But... I think the Redskins are going to improve this year. They had a really good defense last year. Yeah. They were short. Of course, they were going through QBs like crazy. They were dealing yeah, with I mean, so Alec- much injury. A lot of it was just bad luck, you know? Yeah, Alex Smith was injured. Yeah. And then, then so they had, like, Colt McCoy going out there. Oof. <laughs> Yikes. Brutal. So as long uh, as they can upkeep on offense and avoid injury, yeah, I, mean, they, I think they're going to they got good. But. They got Case Keenum, who's a journeyman, and he's, he's an average quarterback. He's a good quarterback for, you know, a transition year, kind of like the Dolphins, where people expect them to tank for two or Trevor Lawrence. Uh, so I think it's similar, where like Fitzpatrick and Case Keenum, they're very much the same in the sense that they'll give you some good games, they'll give you some bad games. They're a good transition year, kind of. Yeah. And they're good for the development of quarterbacks, you know. Yeah. So. And then I think uh, we obviously have to talk about Kyler Murray with the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, honestly, it's an interesting pick. I mean, uh, I like Kyler Murray, you know. Uh, I think he has the potential to do well in the NFL. However, uh, I don't know if it's with the Cardinals. Honestly, I feel like he might be a bust just because of the organization he's with. Yeah, I mean, I do think that he fits um, Cliff Kingsbury's system. I just, I'm not sold on him, honestly. I don't, yeah. I don't trust running quarterbacks. The issue... It was a similar player, not quite, you know, he doesn't have the same p- potential as him, but RG3 had the same pop, had the same speed, and, you know, had a good arm, but RG3 got injured a lot. Yeah. And now he can't run, and what does he have? I don't trust running quarterbacks. And he's small, so when you get hit by a, a 6'8 lineman, <laughs> 350 pounds, yeah. and you're 5'10", I mean... Yeah, it's great that Russell... I mean, everyone points to Russell Wilson, but, I mean, Russell Wilson is a is a one-of-a-kind player. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. So, like, you can't compare everyone to Russell Wilson. And that was my big complaint with the Kyler Murray coverage. Everyone was comparing him to 
Russell Wilson. I feel like that happens with every running quarterback, though. <laughs> oh, he can run, so he's Russell Wilson. No. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's garbage. But, but, no, honestly, we'll see. His rookie year, I think, is going to say a lot. But, honestly, I feel like he's going to be a bust just because of the organization he's with. I don't expect and the not Cardinals only that, to do much. But you they're know? in a tough division, too. Yeah. I mean, they got to face against the Seahawks and the Rams every year. Yeah. So, like, and the Rams' defense is legit. They have some tough players. Yeah, running quarterbacks ain't going to do nothing against them. So Seriously. So, like, I don't expect that to be much. I mean, I still think that they'll improve. I think he's better than Josh Rosen, who did get traded this week, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think that they did improve, and I like the way they're going. Mm-hmm. And I hope they succeed because my friend Andrew loves the Cardinals, and they just <laughs> R.I.P. Andrew. <laughs> they're just a mess. Yeah. Um, but in the process, they did trade Josh Rosen to the Dolphins. Great move for the Dolphins, bad move for the Cardinals in the sense that they don't get a lot back. They get a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick. Yeah. Yeah, it's good for the Dolphins, you know, because now they don't have to rely on Fitz magic, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, I think that he had to get out of Arizona. I mean, the funny part is they made a hype trailer for the 2019 season, and he wasn't in the trailer at all. <laughs> oh. Like, they made it completely obvious that they planned on trading him. It was hilarious. But it was yeah. also really sad because Josh Rosen, he had a terrible O-line. His weapons were drastically um, declining. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, he's old. Yeah. And David Johnson, he did terrible. He did terrible last season. He had a terrible season. Yeah. So you can't blame him for all of that. Yeah. but Especially when you're a rookie quarterback and you already have to try to show everyone that you have what it takes. And then you have a terrible O-line. Your weapons that looked promising when you get drafted – Suck. Yeah. Never mind the fact that every part of that team sucks. Yeah. Like their whole de- their whole team's a mess. Rest in peace. But so they'll improve, but they're yeah. not going to improve by much. Yeah. And then other teams that uh, I feel like did decent in the draft were like the 49ers. Yeah. Uh, they got Nick Bosa second overall. Uh, getting some good defense there, you know. Yeah, I actually really like where. The 49ers are going. They've been unlucky the last two seasons because Jimmy Garoppolo has been injured. And so I want to see a full season of Jimmy Garoppolo not injured because it seems like he's very fragile. I mean, he got injured. He only only needed four starts with the Patriots. He got injured in game three. So he's obviously very fragile. So maybe wrap him in saran wrap before before bringing him out to each game. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I do like the moves that the Jets made in the offseason. Yeah. They picked up C.J. Mosley. They picked up Le'Veon Bell. And I do like Quinnen Williams. He seems like he's going to be a good uh, defensive player. Their defense yeah. sucked last year. Yeah. And you want to know another team that did horrible in the draft? Not just the Giants with that I think number I six pick. I think I know what you're going to say. It is the Oakland Raiders. Okay? Uh. What a waste of a draft, okay? They had two of the first round picks and they pick a defensive end and who else was it? It was a running back. Uh. No, they I picked mean, up Jonathan Abram, a, a safety. Oh, yep, yep. But I mean there was better safeties. Yeah, and then available. the uh, uh Josh Jacobs was t- their 24th overall. Okay, yeah. But one uh, one quick thing about the 49ers, they picked up Debo Samuel. I like that pick. That's a nice pick. Yeah. 
but they needed a linebacker. And guess Why didn't who it, they draft Devin White? Devin White. Now the Bucks are going to have a, a nice linebacker. Yeah, I'm honestly, gonna, I don't have. I and, still don't have much faith in the Bucks, but that was a good pick. Props but, to them, you know. But also, he's not even the best defensive end available. They had Josh Allen available, and Josh Allen was a <laughs> solid player. Uh, it's also, just <laughs> everything about the Raiders just makes me shake my head. John it's Gruden, unbelievable. John, Gr- John Gruden's a showman, and it's pretty obvious when you watch what he does. I mean, I do think that picking up Antonio Brown will make Derek Carr better. Yeah. And they made some okay moves in the offseason, but they're still going to be third. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're still not going to be a good team. Yeah. So, honestly, they're just – they make terrible decisions. You know, they, they're they just a mess. They're dysfunctional. Uh, I'm sorry if you're an Oakland Raiders fan, okay? And I might offend you with this one, but really, uh, sorry, not sorry. Uh, <laughs> I wish your team failure this year. <laughs> it's just – ugh. And then we have the NFC uh, Detroit Lions, a.k.a. the NFC Patriots. The Detroit or, Patriots, yeah. <laughs> the wannabes, I should say. They picked – TJ Hawkinson, eighth. You never pick a tight end in the top ten. You rarely pick them in the the first round. What are you doing? Yeah. uh, They had Ed Oliver right after. And Devin Bush. Those are good players. But no, obviously they had to blow that up. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, I see that the Packers picked up Darnell Savage. That was a nice move by them. Mm. Ravens got Marquise Brown. I thought he was going to go to the Steelers. But the Steelers actually moved up. They moved up the pin to pick up De- uh, Devin Bush. And that was a nice move. They needed uh, some linebackers. That was something else. Marquise Brown to the Ravens. That's good. Too bad that he has to be thrown to by Lamar Jackson. Mm. And if he gets injured, RG3. So, yeah, good for them. So, it's been an interesting. I think it was an interesting draft. The Patriots got Nikhil Harry. He's going to start right away. Mm. So. Yeah, it's an awesome draft. What do you think of uh, Drew Locke, Denver Broncos quarterback? Well... He got drafted by the Broncos. So what does that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> they had promise for Paxton Lynch. Mm. Bust. Yeah, bust. A lot of the people that they that they draft are busts. And there's a theory. There's a funny theory going around that since John Elway is the president of basket uh, president of operations, that he's intentionally drafting busts so that he's continuing to be the best Denver Broncos quarterback of all time. Oh. That's interesting. That's got Alex Jones written all over it. It's just because a conspiracy. They, <laughs> he comes in and they sign Peyton Manning. He wins them a Super Bowl. And then right after, they pick up <coughs> Paxton Lynch. They pick up uh, a couple other garbage quarterbacks. Yeah. And then now they have Joe Flacco, who's just a rusty pile of rubbish at this point. <laughs> Oh, Joe Flacco, no. <laughs> so, I mean, it'd be cool if Drew Locke succeeded. I think that Joe Flacco can give him a lot of knowledge, but at the same time, it's 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 the Broncos, man. I can't trust them. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, this year was a pretty interesting draft. There were a lot of moves where I was like, yeah, that's perfect, you know, and then there were a lot of moves where I was just like, what the hell, you know? So It's interesting that DK Metcliff fell so far. He almost went to the third round. Yeah, yep. He's that meatball out of um, out of Ole Miss, the guy that, like, he looks like an Avenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the Seahawks picked him up, which I kind of like that. That's interesting. I like the Patriots' moves. They made some pretty cool moves. I like that they picked up Jared Stedham. They needed to pick a quarterback. 
They weren't yeah. that seventh runner that they picked up last year isn't going to do shit. Yeah. So uh, good for them. I think it's funny because they had uh, Jarrett Stedham ahead of Daniel Jones, Ooh. and the the Giants picked Daniel Jones sixth, and we picked him. Where did he go? I know he went to the fourth round. He went. They picked him one thirty three. Hmm. And Jared Stedham was ahead of Daniel Jones. So what does that tell you about the Giants, and what does that tell you about the Patriots? Yeah. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Yeah, it's interesting, the the way the Patriots draft, you know. You never, you can never really predict it, you know. It's funny, because I actually saw that pick. I'm like, they should pick a quarterback, but they won't. <laughs> yeah. They should pick a quarterback, but they won't. They should. Oh, they did. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the first time that's ever happened. When it I took it. them a while, but they did it, you know. So uh, let me ask you this. Who do you think improved and who do you think got worse this offseason? Mm, that's interesting. Honestly, uh, the team that I think improved the most was the Browns. Uh, yeah. I think that, you know, they're going to be interesting. I think they have a really good chance of making the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, They'll be competing, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, how far they go, I don't know. I hope they're not a first-round exit, but then again, they're the Browns, so you kind of got to take it with what you may, you know? The Raiders, I don't think they improved at all. Uh, Not at all, really? Okay, they might have improved a little bit, but I mean, uh, not enough for me to give them any credit. I don't have any faith in the Raiders performing or, you know... (laughs) Maybe they won't be dead last place, but... Yeah, so, (laughs) funny enough, I think the Broncos got worse because I think Case Keenum's better than uh, Joe Flacco. Yeah. And now that the Raiders improved with Antonio Brown and some of the moves that they made, I think that they'll be a little better, but they also got to face the Chiefs, Chargers, and the Raiders uh, six times. Yeah, it's a really tough division. So. It is a tough division, and you can only rely on your defense for so long. Yeah. And then another team that I think got better was the New York Jets. Oh, my God. I they think, just got so good. I, I think they made some really good moves. Yeah, they're going to be a wild card spot, I think. They have a good chance of it anyway. I don't know. but um, I mean, I think it's definite that the Chargers are going to be one of the wild card spots. Yeah. And then they're going to have to compete with, you know, the Texans, the Titans, and, you know, maybe the Broncos. I doubt it. Yeah. Those are the those are the teams think that so. I think of. I don't think the Bills are gonna be anything. The Dolphins are sure as hell not gonna be anything. They got worse. Yeah. They traded Ryan Tannehill to the, the Titans, which is an interesting thing. Uh I think that he's definitely better than Marcus Mariota. Yeah. But at the same time, he's not gonna propel them to, you know, greatness or anything. Yeah. But we'll see. I like I said, I love Mike Vrabel. Mm. And I love him as a coach. And they're definitely a, a, a tough, stingy team. But at the same time, I'm not sold on them quite yet. Yeah. So, I don't know. And they're, then, they're, they're somewhere in the 8-8 eight and eight range. Maybe 9-7. and seven, Maybe 7-9. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see. I think the Patriots, they're one of those teams where I think they did a good job of maintaining their rhythm into the upcoming season. You know, uh, they took a big hit with losing Gronkowski. But yeah. then again, we have a lot of data of, you know, Brady playing without Gronkowski because of how injury-prone he was. Yeah. So, honestly, I still, you know, think that they're going to do good. I think they're going to win the East again. And then... Um, well, there's no doubt. There's no way they don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people want them to lose. A lot of people are predicting it because that's what they want. But, like, you know, uh, one thing that's going around, there's a lot of young quarterbacks 
uh, a lot of young, some of them decently ranked quarterbacks, you know, in the East teams this year. Yeah, I like Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold, you know. And Josh Allen was okay last year. I, do, I, I suspect that Josh Allen's going to have a sophomore slump. Yeah. Because it's just the perfect storm, you know. And then Josh Rosen with Miami. You He's know. Not, he might not even play. Until, yeah. That. Until they're just fed up with Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> if they know any better, they'll play Fitzpatrick the first two games. And then after that, bam. <laughs> it's funny how he was uh, competing with Jameis Winston. That was hilarious. Yeah. But I also like the moves of the Colts. Colts got some good uh, pickups. Um, obviously, the Giants got worse. They got rid of Odell Beckham. Yeah. Now they're solely relying on Saquon Barkley. Yeah, that's not going to happen. That's not going to go down. <laughs> so, you know, another 3-13 and season. Yeah. The Ravens got worse. They lost Terrell Suggs. Mm. They lost uh, C.J. Mosley. Um, they did pick up Earl Thomas, but I think that this year Lamar Jackson is going to fall off a cliff. Mm. There are some people that love Lamar Jackson. I personally don't. I don't think he's a good player long term. Uh, they did draft a wide receiver for him, and they did pick up uh, Mark Ingram. But I just don't think that they're. I just don't think they have the it factor. And now that the Browns got better, you know, I I, I don't think that they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be very very good. Yeah, honestly, with Lamar Jackson, to me, it seems like it's fifty fifty. This is his second season in the NFL, so honestly, we don't have too much data on him yet. And he only played. But, he only played seven games. Yeah, exactly. He went six and so, one. Yeah, it's very similar to Tim Tebow. He played eleven games. They went seven and four. They won a playoff game, yeah. and then he went to the Patriots and got slumped. Yeah. <laughs> this time around, he went six and one. Everyone thought that they were king shit, and then he goes against the Chargers and f- completes forty eight percent of his passes. Yeah. And he yeah. looks unraveled. That's yeah. what's going to happen this year. I don't think the Ravens are going to be that great. I already mentioned the Broncos got worse. The Dolphins sure as hell got worse. Oh, yeah. So that's my picks. I think that the Raiders will be a little better. I think they'll do. They'll win more games. I think, in turn, the Broncos will lose more games. I think the Broncos might go 5-11, and 6-10. The yeah. Raiders are going to be just around the same spot, but, you know, they won't be as much of a shit show, I guess, which is good. Yeah, honestly, well, yeah. I, I suspect the Colts are going to be a lot better. I expect them going 11-5, 12-4. Yeah, Colts definitely improved. The Browns definitely improved. Yeah, I mean, I still want to damper the expectations. They're a team that's been a laughingstock for 20 years. Yeah. They have a rookie head coach and a lot of egos. So that's what concerns me about them. Yeah. They could be something similar to the 76ers where they got a lot of egos and they might not mesh. Mm. I do like Baker Mayfield. And I think that he has that good locker room personality. But you're dealing with Odell. You're dealing with Jarvis Landry. You're dealing with Nick Chubb. You're dealing with all these big names. And at some point, you know, you guys start losing. You might start blaming each other. And next thing you know, they, they lose two or three straight. And things begin to unravel. I, wouldn't, I, can't, I can't count on the Browns yet. Yeah. They went 7-8-1 last year. And they were the underdog. So every win elevated them, and they had more and more confidence with each win. This year, they got expectations. They're like, okay, these guys could make the AFC title game. These guys could make the Super Bowl, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, they start to struggle, and then all of a sudden you start to see them unravel. That's what I 
suspect might happen. Yeah, yeah. Everyone likes to root for the teams that usually struggle. You know, like last year, remember with the Bucks, they won, what was it, two in a row or three in a row at the beginning of the season? And everyone was like, oh, my God, Tampa Bay to the Super Bowl. Yeah, look how that turned out, you know? so Yeah, they declined because, I mean, you can have short-term success with an average quarterback and an average defense. But then, if that defense isn't that great, they're not going to win you games. And if your quarterback is mediocre, obviously you're not going to be winning games. Another team that got worse, the Chiefs. And it's an argument because they did get – their defense definitely improved. They picked up Frank Clark and uh, a few other big names. But they lost Kareem Hunt, which I know they lost him last year, but – they lose Kareem Hunt, and they, they're they going to lose Tyreek Hill, potentially. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard about the Tyreek Hill situation. He's a monster. Yeah. Um, he was charged with, um, um, what was it, assault battery? I know he was beating his kid, and that was the big... He's being yeah. investigated. He hasn't been charged yet. But, yeah, it's a really, really rough situation because, you know... Uh, if he did do what, what he said, they found an audio recording of him talking about it, uh, like hitting his son. Punching his son. Yeah. With and his, breaking his arm. Yeah. Who was he talking with again? Was it his girlfriend he or He was his talking wife? to his girlfriend. Yeah. And then his girlfriend, you know, she was talking about the concern, and he's just like, I'll smack you too, bitch. Yeah. Or something like that. And so he sounds really bad. Yeah, it's so, really bad. So it looks like, honestly, he's probably going to have – his kid taken away from him, as he should, you know. And I wonder if the NFL is going to, you know, potentially put him on the commissioner's list and he might not be able to play. Yeah. That could happen. And if that happens, the Chiefs, their offense looks a lot less dynamic. Granted, yeah. they still got Patty Mahomes. And, you know, I think he's probably, I think he's definitely top three in the league at this point. Yeah. But you'll really see, I mean, for much of the season, he had Kareem Hunt and Tyreek Hill. It'd be interesting to see how he is without those two. I do think that Spencer Ware is a good uh, running back who didn't get to really prove himself much, but we'll see how they turn out this year. I think yeah. I definitely think that they'll be competing with the Chargers again. The Chargers are legit. Yeah, but like what you know, with Tyreek Hill, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the NFL said they wouldn't make any move this week, so I think what they're doing is they're waiting for. Uh, authorities to investigate the situation further and see what the DA wants to do, you know, with the whole situation. And I think we'll see a move by the NFL around the same time that the DA makes up their mind, you know. So So the exact quote on the audio said, um, this is his girlfriend saying, a three-year-old should not, uh, is not going to lie, but what happened to his arm? Daddy did it. He is terrified of you. So he'll respond saying, you need to be terrified of me too, bitch. (laughs) Ugh. So then um, she continues to say, he kept saying, Daddy punched me. Um, and then they're just conversing back and forth. But it's an 11-minute audio file, and it just makes him look like a monster. Yeah. So honestly, if that's as legitimate as it uh, plainly appears to be, then yeah, knock him out of the NFL. Don't let him play at all. You know, he doesn't deserve to at that point, you know. And more importantly, uh, Chiefs aside, football aside, get his kid away from him. Holy crap, you know? If his kid is scared of him, 
don't put that kid through that much yeah. pain. He doesn't deserve that. So it sounds like his girlfriend was the one who was recording the whole thing. Yeah, it's actually his fiance. Oh, okay, yeah. So she must have been like secretly like recording it from her phone or something. This whole argument. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's just really messed up. I hope that kid gets away from him, you know. He yeah. shouldn't have any part of that kid's life at that point if that's all legitimate, which, you know, it looks like it is. Again, I'm going to wait for the DA to see what happens, and it looks like that's what the NFL is going to do, too. They're going to wait and see what the DA does, and at that point, I think we're going to see an official decision from the NFL, you know. Moving on to baseball, uh, I figured we'd uh, retouch the MLB standings real quick and uh, see how the season is going so far. Yeah, it's the first month of the season, and um, it's it's been really cool so far. Yeah, so one thing that uh, was interesting, and you mentioned it right right before we went on, was uh, our predictions have pretty much held up pretty well. Like, for example, starting with the National League, Philly and the Mets are on top. You know, in the East. We predicted Phillies, Mets, and Braves, and that's exactly what it's been. Moving on to the Central, you know, St. Louis is currently on top. I think me and you expected that. Milwaukee's kind of having a bit of a uh, bad streak right now, but, you know, nothing too much to worry about. Chicago's at second place, 16 and 12, you know. Yeah, they resurged. I got to say, they were struggling for the uh, first part of the season, but it looks like they're back to full form. The Pirates, they were, they were on top of the division at one point. Uh, they were twelve and seven, and now they're fourteen and fourteen, which I just think is funny. They're two and eight in the last ten games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then LA's on top. They're the first team to twenty games, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. And uh, yeah, they're they're doing really well. Arizona's right behind them. Uh, that's that's an interesting team so far. Yeah, you know they've been fun um, to watch. Yeah, they they've got some nice young talent on their team. You know, I'm surprised about the Rockies being so low. Yeah. I mean, granted, they're only five games back, but I feel like they should be doing a little better. They're like the National League Red Sox. They're loaded, but they're like, what are you doing? You know? Except for they can pitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're just sitting there with the Red Sox and the Rockies, and you're poking them with a stick like, come on, do something. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, let's see, in the American League in the East, Tampa Bay's doing good. The, the Rays have had probably the best start of the season in any AL team, by far. Yeah, honestly. It looks like they're going to be the first team to 20 games in the American League. Oh, yeah. And then New York is about two games behind them. Boston's five and a half behind them. Yeah, I mean, I expect them to turn it around in May. I think. I mean, it looks like they're they're kind of – things are starting to click again. They just swept the athletics. If they're but, still struggling by the end of May, that's when I'm going to get freaked out. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to look at some of the games that we've played. Because, like, we faced – the uh, we faced the the Rays twice, and then we faced the Mariners, who are streaky as hell, to start out, and then uh, we faced the Mariners, and you know, so we we faced some pretty good competition so far. Yeah. But we swept the Athletics. We're about to face the White Sox, and then we faced the Orioles. Yeah. So that's six games. I'm sorry, seven games of mediocrity. Yeah. I think that. We can easily take five of those games and be right back at, at least closer to the, the top of it. Yeah. The Blue Jays will falter out. They're already playing trash. Yeah. NL, AL Central's been interesting. The Twins are on top. Wasn't at the expe- moment. 
<laughs> I will say they do hit a lot of dingers, which is what, uh, which is interesting. Um, I don't expect them to be there at the end of the season, but you know, good yeah. for them. They're playing well so far. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and then the AL West is as expected. The Astros are on top. The Mariners, it feels like they've kind of sizzled out a little bit. They're three and seven in the last ten games. They've lost four straight, and they recently had a six-game losing streak. So, looks like the Mariners are kind of chilling out a little bit. Um, and then the Athletics are down at the bottom. They've lost six straight. Rip. Yeah, who knows? Maybe they might just come out of nowhere again right around the All-Star break, you know? Yeah, I think the biggest storyline <laughs> is the fact that the Phillies are on top of the NL East, as they should be, because their team is just so good. Oh, yeah. And they have that Hall of Famer Bryce Harper. Oh, so good. Yeah, I, I guess they're all right, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel bad for the Mets because, I mean, they had such high expectations and yet they're still choking. Yeah, yeah, that's what you call choking right now, you know, tied for second place. 15 and 15. Yeah. That's beautiful. And then, oh, yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Just like we've been saying with baseball, anything can change, Zach. So, like. Just imagine when Bryce Harper turned things around. He's been struggling this part of the season. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. Okay. Just wait for him to have another MVP season. Yeah. Yeah, MVP. And they might as well just put MVP, MVP in front of Cody Bellinger, all right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's another thing I wanted to mention. Cody Bellinger, oh, props to that guy. He's on fire so far. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Christian Yelich, too. He's been fantastic. Yeah, but even then, Christian Yelich is playing really good baseball, but even then he's still back behind Cody Bellinger by a lot just because, like, What's Bellinger at right now? 14 home runs. He's at 14 home runs, 38 RBIs. He's batting 425. His slugging percentage is 867. Unbelievable. On base percentage is 1367. Yeah. He's he's contributed a lot to the LA success right now, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, it's good to see that uh, losing. Machado didn't affect them much. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting that either. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I wasn't expecting them to miss Machado very much. And speaking of San Diego, they're above 500 right now, but they're two games behind L.A., so. They still can't score runs, though. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, you know. You kind of need to score runs in order to win baseball games. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they've been pretty bad. They're in the bottom th- third of the league in that regard. Yeah. So I don't know. They're they're still kind of rebuilding though. So who knows? Maybe next year they'll be a little better. But outside of the Tigers, Marlins, Pirates, and Giants, they have the lowest scoring offense. Hmm. But good thing they have decent pitching. So kudos to them. But yeah, you have to score runs in order to win games. Yeah. So you can't win a lot of one nothing games in this league. So we'll see what happens. I don't I don't expect them to be very. Um, competitive come uh, playoff time. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, we have a lot of baseball games left to go, and uh, I know we're going to be going to a lot of baseball games this summer. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's always the highlight of my summer, just, you know, going to Red Sox games. You know, we only live like an hour from Fenway Park, so it's awesome. But Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's been an awesome, awesome show. We've had a lot to talk about, obviously, particularly with the draft. Oh, uh, yeah. Looking back, the draft has definitely been really interesting. But I uh, think that covers it all for this week. Definitely. Uh, any last thoughts there, Zach? Go Phillies. Yeah, okay. Go Mets. 
Yeah, no, we'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, who knows? Maybe the Phillies might just <clears throat> fall off a cliff this year. Who knows? Yeah, not with Bryce Harper at the helm. Yeah, yeah. All right, that wraps up the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Check out our Instagram for any newsworthy news on our show. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you here again next week. Yeah, and once again, we'd like to thank Concord TV for uh, letting us use their podcast studio once again. Located right over here at Concord High School. Really awesome facility. Awesome, awesome, awesome studio. Uh, This is our, what, our third episode here, right? Yep. Yeah, what do you think of the studio, Zach? I love it. Yeah, it's definitely awesome. We're excited to have guests on. Shout out to Colin. I'm excited to have him on, talk basketball. Yeah, definitely. We should be having guests on uh, within the next month, hopefully. Definitely, yep. So. So, yeah, see you guys later. All right, take it easy, folks.